Kids these days. I'm Tara. I'm Rachel. Hey guys, we missed you. We we've been on hiatus. <laughs> we have been on hiatus. Harvey kind of did a number. Yeah, it did on everything. It so really Harvey did. Harvey hiatus. Harvey hiatus. Exactly. But we're back. Yeah. And if, you know, if you're outside Houston, you think, "Wow, six months. That's a long time to regroup." But if you're inside Houston, it totally you, makes oh, sense. Oh, you totally understand. You're with us. It's you're just, like, "Oh yeah, I get yeah, it." Yeah, we're still crazy here. It was a lot of water. It was a tremendous amount of water. It was. And I know, you know, every time, I know people, I didn't flood, you didn't flood. No. But when it starts, like, raining here hard, uh-huh. I go into, like— Anxiety. Anxiety. I'm like, I so I can't even imagine the people that flooded, yeah. how they feel. Yeah. Because I've, the other night, it was coming down hard, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? Yeah. You know, do we start moving furniture? Right. You know, so, it's just like you're—it's like you're— instinct now yeah yeah well when i saw the forecast like a week ago and it was going to be raining the whole week i was like no (laughs) not again yeah so it's taken a lot but houston's coming back houston strong yep houston strong well um okay so let's just get back into it what do you have a word for the week i have a word for the week i feel like we need a ditty for the word for the week i do too word for the week Oh, that's good. You could sing one. (laughs) Okay, cool. I could not. So that's it. All right. Awesome. Yeah, so my word for the week this week is Fortnite. Fortnite. And I'm not talking about the measurement of days. Isn't Fortnite (laughs) two two weeks? It's like 14 days. Is that Shakespeare or something? Two Fortnites. (laughs) That's that's, uh, my son texted me yesterday and... I was supposed to pick him up for school, and I was late. Big shocker. And his his text was, where art thou? Are you serious? I'm like, are you studying Where Romeo art thou? Yeah, are you studying oh Romeo goodness. and Juliet right now? He's such a thespian. He is a thespian. So anyway, yes. so no, Fortnite. So I'm not talking about Fortnite as the measurement of time, because that would be spelled F-O-R-T-N-I-G-H-T. Okay. This is spelled F-O-R-T-I-T-E. N-I-T-E. So Fortnite, like N-I-T-E. Okay, and what, what it's is it? It's a video it? game. Yay. For oh. all you parents that you have it, do you? Does, I've heard son, it. Is it's, he a gamer? I've heard, I've heard musings of it You've around my house. heard musings of it. Well, but, it's fairly new, so yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite is a multiplayer online video game, and it's a it's set in like contemporary Earth. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about it. I don't. I'm not a vi- huge video game person, but a lot of our students are playing it. Yeah. And so, isn't um, it free or something? It's free, which is. Yes, so mm-hmm. you can, and if you have any kind of game uh, system, you can pretty much get it on there online, or you can play it on your computer. Gotcha. Uh, so it's free, but it's it's gotten good parental reviews for the most part. So it's so it is a shooting game. Mm. So that's something to you know beware of. Yeah. But it's very unlike some of the games like Call of Duty that are very realistic. Yeah. It's a lot. It's more colorful. Um, the characters are a lot more cartoonish, you know, and and most of the people that I've I've been reading some articles on it, uh, and most everybody is saying like it's an okay game, like it's not it's not too gory, it's not inappropriate, yeah. uh, but it's just something to be aware of. I mean, yeah. it's a it's all the rage right now. And well, so, and when something like that's popular, then there becomes a dark side. Someone absolutely. finds a way to make a dark. There's side. always a dark side. Yeah. So I think I think the the point of it is to be involved and play it with your kids. Yeah. 
or know, just at least see what it is. It's a, I mean, and that's a way to kind of connect with kids and your kids in a way. Yeah. Like take interest in something they like is just ask them about the game, how yeah. it works. Yeah. You know, moms just even give it a try. You know, <laughs> dads give it a try. Just see how. It, I, I remember in college, I had for I never was a video game. Now that's not true. I played video games when I, my so I have a younger brother, and we played when I was like. In junior high, and he was in late elementary school. We played yeah. a lot of N sixty four. That was I was really good at Mario Kart. I was really good at Super Smash Brothers, <laughs> but unfortunately, we moved past the N sixty four. Yeah, which is it's sad. I, I I have my friends still enjoy playing it, so that's fun. You, you still have s- it. Um, what? Yeah, that's we funny. still have one. Yeah, we still play Miss um, Pac Man. So oh wow, I just dated myself. You did just date yourself. So bad. But that's okay. But that's okay. But anyways, yeah. So I used to I, I used to play in uh, middle school, but then when I went to college, it's like all the new. It's like Xbox was yeah, a new thing, and thing. I tried to learn. My friends tried to get me to learn how to play all the games that I was so bad. Yeah. So well, you know, we fun. we keep um, our uh, video game area. Um, where there's like glass doors, which mm. is great because, Smart. yeah. Um, and I'll go in and sit down, and my son will be like, "What? What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "What are you playing? Mm-hmm. Show me." You know, and I hate video games, so it's kind of like 20 minutes of torture. <laughs> but it, it lets him know, like I'm like, you know, involved. Yeah. And then we only let him play with people he knows. Mm-hmm. So which Fortnite might not make our cut, you know? Maybe, yeah. You can play with groups of friends. But you can also play with people you don't yeah. know. So so, you should, um, yeah. So my husband will go in and embarrass him and, like, get on his headset and start talking to his friends. And it's <laughs> super awkward. Uh, but yeah. he's also making sure it is his friends and not someone saying, they, yeah, hey, but, who are you? Right, exactly, because there are creepers, there are sadly, creepers everywhere. Yeah. So. so And because that's popular, I think there will be creepers. For sure. Know? Absolutely. So already are, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, with what you do with um, – his video game stuff, and you kind of like make sure there's glass and stuff. It kind of that kind of leads into what we're talking about today, right? It does. Yeah. So today we're talking about uh, technology. I know we've talked about it before, but can't get enough of and it. It's always you know changing. It's so. always changing, and um, you know my daughter, she's ten, and she's starting to talk about I want a phone. Mm-hmm. All my friends have phones, and we're just wrestling with that a lot. Um, it's hard because she's going to be bike rider next year. So we're like, does she need a phone? And Oh, yeah, to go to school. She's yeah. going to ride her bike. And even though I have an older child who's had a phone, he's, like, stuck in the yeah. 80s. <laughs> I th- sometimes I'm like, did you come here in a, in a DeLorean from Back to the Future? Stuck in the 80s. Because, well, the other day even he said, he he's like, Mom, there's a concert I want to go to. And I'm like, what? And he's like, um, Def Leppard and Journey. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Him and my mom can go. <laughs> I know. I was like, I feel slightly proud about that and very old about he, that. He was born in the wrong decade. He was. He absolutely he is, was. He is. Yeah. yeah. And we, it's it's a weird dynamic because in the car we fight over, I want to listen to like new music and he wants to listen to like 80s music. He does love Journey. He does love Journey. Mm-hmm. You know, don't stop believing. <laughs> don't stop but my daughter, yeah. I think it's different. We're, we're going to have different phone conversations with her. Right, so right. Um, today, what we want to talk about, again, is technology. Um, I went to a conference and heard this guy. His name is Jeremy Pettit. He's over Awanas International. You may have heard of Awanas. And he used this awesome analogy about technology as um, a pool and ocean. Hmm. And it gave me, just personally as a parent, some great 
parameters to understand how um, to deal with technology. So basically what he said is you have to look at putting your kids in the pool of technology, in the ocean of technology in two ways. One, the pool is offline. Mm-hmm. That's where they're not on the internet at all. They're not connected. No Wi-Fi going on. And that's when they're younger, right? I mean, I know, you know, parents are starting to put kids on iPads and things like yeah. that as young as two. And um, so the point is, he says, that there's a point where they're in the pool where they are not online at all. They have no access to online. Okay. And that's really, and, you know, and even with that, you're not going to, um, you don't just drop your two-year-old in the pool, you know? Right. You, you <laughs> You know, you might let them be in for a few minutes, and then they get tired, and they need to get out. And you go in with them. And and you like, go in yeah. with them, and you're always sitting right. beside them. Oh, I like this analogy. You know, it's so good. when they're two, you're always with them. Yeah. You're never just like, it's not an electronic babysitter. You're just yep. sitting, engaging, and with them. And then as they get a little older, you know, you'll, um, you might, you know, maybe they get in with floaties for a little bit, but mm-hmm. you're still right on the edge. Mm-hmm. And then as they get older, you know, they learn to swim and they're in the pool, but they're still not online. And I think we do put kids online too fast. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. And so I really like that, that the pool is a place where, you know, they are learning technology, they're getting some good games and things like that, um, but they're not online yet. Mm-hmm. And then he says, think about when you go to the ocean. And when, you know, you might have a eight- or nine-year-old at the ocean, but you are right there with them. Because even if they can swim in the ocean, even if they can swim, the ocean is a different place than the pool. Yep. And so you wouldn't, you know, I would never send an eight-year-old into the ocean without being constantly there. <laughs> no way. Absolutely. No, no way. And All so that's when parental controls are important. That's when... Um, you are right beside them. And, you know, I don't want to make a statement to say, when do you take them out of the pool? When do you take them out into the ocean? I think that every kid is so different. different. Yeah, I would err on the side of caution, you know, about all of it. Um, but you may have a kid that, you know, they're just like a never-break-the-rules kid. They're You're going to tell them one time not to do something and— you know, you can trust them. I mean, you still need to stay with them, but they might be ready for the ocean mm-hmm. faster than a kid where, you know, maybe they have some <laughs> manipulation or deception right. or they're impulsive. Mm-hmm. Those kids need to go in the ocean later. Right. And then, um, you know, the thing about when you're in a pool is you can see the, the bottom. bottom. You can see the bottom. You, you see know the bottom. There. You know it's there. In the ocean, you cannot see the bottom. Mm, that's good. In the internet, you cannot see the bottom. There's riptides. There's sharks. There's sharks. There's dark web. Mm. You know, so there's a lot more for them um, to get involved with. And and the thing is, even if you have a teenager at the ocean, you're still watching them. Right. You know? You, you never leave the beach. You never leave the beach. Like, I would never leave the beach if I had a kid under probably 18 in the right. water. I mean, you know? Yeah. Because—, because Tides can change. Mm-hmm. Things can change quickly. Right. And that's with technology, too. So I just thought that was a great way to think about staying with your kids in technology. Yep, throughout their phases of life. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think it's really hard as a Gen X parent because we had no parameters or no, you know, this we just had to learn as we have gone with this parenting and technology. I yeah. think millennial parents are probably a lot better at it, I would hope, because, you know, for Gen X, we were in technology, but it's not been 
our whole entire You're not life. Natives. We're not natives. Yeah. Right. And so we've had to so <laughs> our our um millennial and Gen Z kids are smarter than us with technology. Yeah. Right. And that's been a real that's difficult been tough. thing. Yep. Where I think maybe millennial parents are gonna have a better advantage is that they're a little more native, mm-hmm. you know. Um so it brings a lot of anxiety to Gen X parents, I, personally speaking. That makes a lot of sense. But for that reason, it's almost like Gen X parents, you have to be even more vigilant. Technology, you know, there's always uh, people out there who are looking to kind of— um, Take advantage take of advantage. Kids. yeah. Yeah, and so you've got to be aware of that. For sure. And there is a dark side. There are sharks. Yeah. There are jellyfish, you know, and sometimes— you have to pull kids out of the water, yeah. you know, and and I think that as parents we need to be comfortable with that. If they are not handling technology well, they need to lose it. Yep. Um, because you know, I I told my daughter as we're starting to talk, even though she doesn't even have a phone yet, I said, if I just once like find that you are doing things that um, are deceptive that I don't know about on you know with your phone, it's gone. Yeah. And don't have an expectation. It's gone indefinitely. Yeah, it's gone <laughs> until I say it's not gone right. anymore. Um, so, you know, we really have to – this is a place where consistency in parenting really matters, yeah. I think. So you've just kind of given us this really neat um, way to think about technology, technology pool, and mm-hmm. then transitioning into the ocean um, and being with your kids through that. So – a lot of parents out there are like, okay, this is really great. This is super helpful t- for me to understand technology now. How do I – what do I do? What's some practical stuff? And you sent me over this really awesome cell phone contract. Yeah. And so I look. I was able to kind of look through it. But you have – you might be developing one of these with your daughter. Yeah. And so tell me a little bit more about what a cell phone contract so is. So a cell phone contract is um, – it's just something – you know, and I hadn't really thought about it till I had a friend that she's she said, uh, I've done a technology plan. Mm. But again, like I said, since my son would rather use a rotary phone than his cell phone, <laughs> we hadn't really had to deal with the cell phone issue. Uh, but she was like, you have to have a contract. And I was like, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. So I started Googling and found things. And um, yeah, maybe just read a few of the yeah. things that are on the phone contract because yeah, I think a, it's great. There's actually, this is actually a really thorough phone contract. Uh, there's a lot on here, but there's a couple that I think are really, really good to kind of have on your cell phone contract. So the first one is at the very top. I will not text or reply to text or place phone calls after blank PM. So you kind of set that with your own family, um, within your own family. And then this one is also good. It kind of goes along with that. I will not use any of my phone's functions, games, music, et cetera, after blank PM on school nights, and my phone will then be switched off and unable to receive texts or which this is, I prefer, I think I would prefer this one as a parent. My phone will be in the charger basket in the kitchen after blank PM. Yeah. Like you can't, you don't have it upstairs with you. So why do you think that that's probably I think that's very important because when you are, you know, there's a certain peer pressure with phones and to answer texts and respond to things even in the middle of the night. And the kids, they need sleep and you can't control things as much in the middle of the night. And it's just going to be natural, you know. I hope my dad's not listening to this, but when I was a teenager, my 
I had my own phone line, and my friends would come over so because they could talk on my phone mm-hmm. all night to their boyfriend. Yep. You know, same thing. Yep. Sorry, well, Dad. I, yeah, I had um, a cell phone, but it was it didn't have internet. But I would talk to my friends late at night. And my parents never knew. So yeah, yeah. Shouldn't have the phone upstairs. <laughs> I didn't so get sleep. <laughs> I think you have, and I've had a mom who she told me she has older kids and then a younger kid, and she said I I had to learn my lesson that my kids cannot have their cell phone at yeah. night, and so especially for you younger parents out there whose kids don't have cell phones yet, like, you know, go ahead and take their phone away at night. Yep. And that that also helps them. They need sleep, and it takes the pressure off of them to have to respond because they can just say, oh, my parents said I can't have it at night. You yep. know? It's kind of like they're um, – I had a friend whose dad said, nothing good happens after midnight, you mm-hmm. know? Well, nothing good happens after midnight on a phone either, usually. Usually, yeah. That's, yeah. That's so true. I think that's definitely taking the cell phones to your room or taking them to kitchen basket, you know, um, that's something that uh, is smart. Smart, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's move on to a couple different ones. Um, I, I really like this one. I hadn't really thought about uh, this, and they kind of go hand in hand. I will not use obscene language in my texts. And I will not send threatening or mean texts to bully anyone in any way. I like that. That's really good. Don't assume I, your kid's not the bully. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, we don't think about, you know, we think about bullying probably a little differently because we didn't grow up with cell phones the way our yeah. kids are growing up with cell phones now. And so bullying kind of happened more in person or, like, on notes behind people's backs, like yeah. kind of the traditional way we think of bullying. But cyberbullying is huge. Yeah. And texting, being mean, you don't have that consequence of saying something to somebody's face. Yeah. So it's a little bit easier just to say mean things over the over your cell phone. Yeah. And so I think that's good to have I that mean, in the I mean, think about if all parents did that. If all parents said to their kids, you will lose your phone if you are doing this. I mean, because mm-hmm. everybody wants to assume it's someone else's kid, but don't make that assumption. Right. Absolutely. You For know? sure. So this one's good, too. I will not use my phone during meals or while someone is talking to me. And yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important because it's kind of rude when you're just sitting on your phone and yeah. someone's talking to you and you're like, are you listening to me? <laughs> I know. Well, that's a whole other conversation, too, just about social etiquette. Yeah. And there that there's just a lot with, you know, phones that are kind of causing chaos. Yeah. And, well, and then during meals – is so important because we've done an episode before about family dinner. Yeah. And just how important that time is for families, yeah. life, especially when you're busy. So Right. We just turn off Yeah, all, turn them all off. off. Yeah. That's good. Okay. This one's kind of a no-brainer, but it's important. I will not use my phone to view obscene images or movies. Yes. You got to gotta have that. Right. You got to have it. You got to yeah. say it. Yes. Don't. And so I think this all of the all of these points are good. There's several, but I like this last one is really good. These actually they're two. They'll all pair them together. I understand that having a cell phone is a privilege and that if I fail to adhere to this contract or other family rules, my cell phone may be taken or some other consequence may be carried out. And that and then also, I understand that my parents may check my phone including contacts, pictures, videos, text messages, or anything else stored in it. I think you have to have that on your cell phone. Contact. Yes. And we, our kids know that. We, well, and we've said it. Everybody has access to everybody's technology. Yeah. That's so smart. parents are held, you know, responsible too. So, and I, and I check and I check my son's phone all the time. You know, again, he would rather have a rotary, rotary phone, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I go in every night. You know, I go in and get his phone and get his charger. 
mainly because I'm stealing his charger because I can't find it, <laughs> mine. But he knows every night. His phone goes away and his it goes phone, to you. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I just think that's important. And so that contract, that one is particular. Is I think the website's The Parenting Place. Yes, theparentingplace.com. Yeah. But there's a lot of phone contracts. And, the again, the best time to do it and start talking about it is before your kids. Before you get them a phone. Yeah. So if you have seven, eight, nine-year-old, start. you need to start these conversations about yeah. the phone and technology. And a couple other things I would just say is, you know, with social media, one, you need to hold off on social media for, for a, long, a while. For a while. But the other thing is, you know, this is what I said to my daughter. She doesn't have social media yet. You know, she doesn't even have a phone yet. But I said to her, I said, look, I said, on social media – you are only allowed to be friends with people you know face-to-face. Mm-hmm. I said, would I – and this is how I explained it to her. I said, would I let you come into the house when I'm not there and bring a friend to your room, mm-hmm. and I never see that friend, and I never even know that friend exists? And she said, no. I said, then why would I let you do that on social media? Oh, that's smart. <laughs> you know? So – And to help her understand. You know, we're already having conversations where I said, someone one, me, one reason is because – they may pose as a 12-year-old girl, and they're a 40-year-old man. True. And you don't know that if you don't know them face-to-face. Right. So just with issues of human trafficking and all this safety, it really and, – and just for bullying, too, because I think more bullying sometimes can happen from oh, yeah. anonymous right. stuff. Right. We've talked about that before yeah. with kids making fake accounts and things. So social media, this may not be a popular thing for me to say, but I really do think they should only be friends with people they know face-to-face. Agreed. And then another thing just with our house, and we've talked about this before, but we don't allow you to be on the Internet in your room. Yeah. You have to be in the kitchen. You have to be in the living room. You have to be in the TV room. Open spot. That just holds them accountable. Remember, we talked about this before. Their sweet little brains are not fully developed yet. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to put still put some parameters around them for their safety and just to hold them accountable. So Mm -hmm. it's wise. Yeah. Well, this is really helpful to think about it in this technology stuff as like a pool and the ocean and then just talking about this cell phone contract. This is great. So I appreciate you doing the legwork on this, Rachel. Yeah, you're welcome. I think it's, I think it's just, uh, it's going to be a part of parenting from here on out and we got to figure out how to navigate it well. Mm -hmm. And um, keep our kids safe. It's it's like anything else. We have to be very intentional about teaching our kids about te- technology. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us on Kids These Days this week. We'll see you next time. See you next time.